I'll share mine too. Oh, it was Love Talk Radio. Good day, everyone. I hope everyone is doing well. Welcome to Bob and Mara, powered by Blog Talk Radio. We want to thank you for being here today, today, this beautiful day. And thank you for being here. Thank you, thank you, thank you. The Has everyone remembered to be thankful every day? Be grateful every day as you get up, as you retire to bed. There, Tony Robbins, who is sort of a life coach, and he, I'm going to read a quote from him. He says, when you are grateful, fear disappears and abundance appears. So gratefulness causes fear to disappear and abundance to appear. Just think about that this week as you're being grateful. As you're grateful, think about the fears that are falling down around you. And welcome, Mara. How are you today? I'm great, thank you. Thank you very much, and welcome to all of you. I'm so pleased to be here this morning with Bob. It's so much nicer doing it with Bob than alone. And uh, I say namaste to you all. Great. It's been a beautiful week here, just beautiful the last few days. I was on vacation and was down in the Rio Grande Valley in Texas, down at the border with Mexico, and Stayed a few days on in a, on a ranch that a friend of ours owned, and just a beautiful place, place that just full of peace and beauty. And came home and in record-breaking highs this week. It was 95 degrees on Friday. Wow! Wow! Pretty warm for for us, thinking that it's just March. We've been having unseasonably warm weather here also, although yesterday we dropped down to cooler weather um, despite the sun appearing periodically. So uh, we're back in March again. So, But we also had some very nice days this week. Very nice, very peaceful. A lot of energy in the trees. I don't know, folks, if you ever look at the trees, but one of the things I learned from the Celestine prophecy was look at the leaves of the trees. And they are phenomenal. At times the wind will blow them and they look like they're clapping for you. But they're also just emanating this gorgeous, gorgeous energy. And when you're feeling down, don't forget to draw on it. They're there to help you to give you some uplifting energy from our planet so that you can feel happier during the day. I think that's why we all feel better during the spring because all of the all of the leaves are coming back onto the trees and we all sort of wake up and see that energy that's there that that we don't always recognize without the leaves on there but certainly that same energy is there when the leaves are are had fallen off for the season. Exactly. I agree. I agree. It's wonderful. The, I want to invite people to call in today. We're going to be talking about the Tao or the Tao, and it's going to be a new series that we're going to start today where we're going to uh, introduce uh, the Tao, and then each week Mara and I will each have a verse that we're going to or a chapter that we're going to discuss. They're short chapters. There's only about 5,000 Chinese characters in the complete Tao, and we're going to start that series, and we may interject things that uh, Dr. Wayne Dyer has said about the Tao. He's been studying it for a few years now and has a book that's called Change Your Thoughts, Change Your Lives. And more interesting, though, today is that Mara just wrapped up doing her 26 sessions of guided meditation using her book, Uniquely Created, Divinely Inspired, You. And I just wanted to ask Mara how she felt about coming to the completion of that and what, what's next. Wow. You know what? When I came to the end, I knew I wasn't at the end. Now, I've, I've got some interesting things going on in my work life, and we all have to pay the bills, folks, as you know. And so um, I, I will confess to each of you that I thought, wow. You know, this was such a time investment. However, at the conclusion of each program, I always felt so much wholer, fuller, from having spent that time in an appointment with each of you and with um, 
with love. And it. so I thought, what am I going to do? And I'm also a bit of an anal retentive person, uh, duh, huh? And so I felt bad those mornings when the cell phone wouldn't work or that or something wouldn't work, and those things made me unhappy too. So I finally, uh, but I realized, and in talking with Bob this morning, my realization was confirmed, that we needed to do it again because it's going to be different every time. So uh, what I am going to do, however, is move into the more, what I would call, for want of a better word, my mainstream concept of the book at the time that it was uh, written with love. And at that point, I noticed that there were 26 passages, how amazing, alphabetically even. And I thought, well, how funny and interesting that that could be divided by 52. And so that meant that literally if you focused on one passage a week during your meditation, you read that and you allowed yourself to believe the wonderful words that it reflects, your value to love, to God, to Yahweh, to Allah, uh, you're just absolute perfection as you are right now. Can't change the past. The future hasn't come. All we have is right now. Uh, that you would be able to do this book twice a year. And so we're going to start up again. We're only going to do one passage a week. We're going to do it on um, Friday mornings, which is a morning I generally will be back in town. And it will be at 6 o'clock in the morning, and we'll do one passage this time, taking ourselves now to the next step and the next step will be that those of you who listen will ideally take that passage and each morning dedicate some time in your sacred space where you will read it and you will have your own personal unique appointment with God. And so we will have a combined meeting on appointment on Friday mornings at 6 o'clock, and then the week following, each of you will have an opportunity to practice and feel the wonderful beauty and glory of the passage. And I have to say that I can say that without any ego, because I will tell you, friends, I do not consider this my book. I consider myself only the Scrivener, only the person who wrote down the words. And it is, in my mind, a gift to each of us from love. And for that reason, uh, I once again remind you that if you want a copy, uh, and you may well want a copy now because of the approach that we're going to take, please send me an email at mkwlawfirm. Uh, put uniquely me, and I will send you a free copy by email. If you want to buy a copy, that's your choice. It's not necessary. It, it's a little more sexy in presentation, that's all. It has a little spiral and some better paper, and the shape is cute, but those things are unnecessary. What's important is that you have it in front of you so that you can use it. And if you're disinclined to do that, please know that it's already already cited here with the exception of the final day in our blogs. And so you can go back and look at Uniquely Day 1, which is archived, and there will be the passage. There will be the imagery, the picture. The picture will come to you in the e-format too. So that's what the plan is. Sounds exciting. That's going to be great. It does. It gives everybody time to really absorb the meaning of the message, the meaning of the passage for that week, and to use that as their their point to meditate during the week and have that appointment for meditation each day. Yes, and, and also it helps them practice believing they are enough. That's right. It's a huge thing. And I think I could see very easily where one would listen in at 6 o'clock on um, Tuesday or Thursday morning, say, I am enough three times. By the way, we'll say that in a second. But I am enough. And then the rest of the week, it just becomes something that they're waiting for the next Tuesday or Thursday. 
So it's kind of instilling that belief into yourself. Why don't we do that right now, Bob? Let's sure. say I am enough three times. I am enough. I am enough. I am, I am enough. enough. I, I am, am enough. enough. We are. We're all enough. And I think, you know, as we said that, I think as we go through these passages that we're going to talk about today, we're going to find that that's what the message really is deep down in, in the Tao, is that you are enough. And stop trying to be something that you're not. Stop trying to be more. We're, we're all simple creatures living in the universe, and we all are enough as we are. Exactly. And when we, I really believe if we believe we are enough, we will stop thinking that we need so much. We will, we will not have to have more things in order to show our value. That's not to say we won't have favorite things, but we won't have to have more things, more and more and more. And as we stop hoarding things for ourselves, we will share with others who are also worthy of having. And that's what I believe. I agree. But well, we want to invite you to call in today and talk to us about any, any uh, uh, just lost my train of thought there, anything that you've seen as an action of compassion this week, about anything that you're grateful for this week, just call in and say, thank you, universe. That's, that's enough. Call in and say that. Our call-in number is 646-595. 3584. Once again, 646 595 3584, and we invite you to call in at any time. We are, we'd ask that at the end of the show, if you would please rate us, and if you like the show, please let us, uh, please let your friends know so that they can hop online and listen either live with us now or later on. It's the beauty of Blog Talk Radio that it's out there to be looked at or to be listened to at any time. So let's start out this morning with a breathing exercise. And to bring us into to center again, I'm going to use the, the passage from Janelle Moon in her book, How to Pray Without Being Religious. So let's just each take in a deep breath and remember that there is a seed in you that is your center. It is your spiritual center and is the place where your love sprouts and grows. It lies in the heart, in the deepest place of your being where love is never-ending. It is the place where love can find protection. Love can find its root. Love can find its wings to grow. This is your center. This is the place in you that holds heart with harmony. This is the place in which you matter. From your heart, you are centered. You are in a green, growing place of love. Love starts with you and shines its face on you. Love loves you. Love spreads to your neighbors, to the world. You are centered. You are love. You are centered in the wonder of love. You are enough. I am enough. We all are enough. Let's begin now that we're centered. Let's Breathe in deep, full breaths from our feet. And let's do this three times. And realize you may have brought in three breaths and exhaled them by the time that I'm through. And if that's the case, just bring in some more breaths and let them out. So take deep, deep breaths, pulling that air in through the, through the soles of your feet and feel that air just filling up your lungs and think of, just how nice it feels to have all that extra oxygen in your lungs. Feel that oxygen just building up and feel it coming out the top of your head and then exhale that air. And today, let's try something a little different. As we exhale, let's exhale in in short little breaths and just push the air out with your diaphragm. And you're going to feel it in your stomach muscles when you do this. And just Pull in that deep breath and then exhale like this. Just purse your lips together and push that air out and feel it coming out through your mouth and all of that stale air, all of the negative things that you've had in your life this week, all of the things that have been holding up inside. Just let them out. 
and let them out with gusto. Just blow them out and just feel it when you're stum- in, your, in your abdominal wall. Kind of feel as if you're pulling a string from, the, from your back and just tightening up your abdominal wall. And as you're pulling it in each time, you're letting more and more air out and letting all the air out of your lungs. Think of the beauty of spring and things turning green and things sprouting, things growing, things becoming new, renewing. Imagine that pond of water that is just still, completely still, and you drop a rock and that just goes across the water and ripples across. Bring in another deep breath through your feet. Bring it up over your calves, up over your thighs, up into your lungs, up into your heart and press your chest out. And then exhale that air again with gusto. And as you continue to sit and be centered in breathing, I'm going to play some music by David Caballero, and it's called Dolmen Ridge.
Think how energized and how happy and how peaceful you're listening. You know what I love about such music is it really, really is so phenomenal for meditation. And I've said this a couple of times before, is that what we are seeking with meditation is to be at peace in the chaos. And if we have dirge type of music that is always peaceful, then that is unrealistic for developing the ability and the habit of going to your peaceful place. And so I love the music that has the drama and the excitement, the cadence of life to it. Right. That's what I loved about this piece is that it starts out very peaceful, but it just begins to get more and more and build more and more energy and really just awakens you. At first it puts you, it pull, draws you out of the chaos, Mm-hmm. and draws you into that peace for a moment, and then, boom, it says, all right, wake up, be alive, take action, go out and do things. Don't, as as I, do, I don't remember who said it the other day, and one of the quotes was that, you know, compassion is, you know, sitting meditating. I think it was the Dalai Lama, actually. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he said, you, you, just to say that I'm compassionate and not to be compassionate and to take action on it is, is worthless, and I kind of feel with this song that it just pulls you to to action. Yeah, it leads you to that place where you can be love. I mean, you can be your nature and be love, and even though there's chaos and unloving conduct around you, you don't have to change. I mean, you don't have to be different. It kind of reminds me, I don't know why, I just had a kind of a serendipitous moment here where it reminds me of the Salvation Army's music. And you know what? I have to confess that it wasn't until I lived in Texas that I learned a lot about the Salvation Army, but such peace-loving, loving, caring, reaching out to one another uh, faith, and then this strong, marching, onward Christian soldiers type music. And, and once again, your actions, as the Dalai Lama suggested, being grounded in love. And that comes, my friends, from learning to be at peace, even though all around you is chaotic. And, and it's possible. And can you imagine a world if we all strive to do that? So that pretty soon the chaos is coming from one person over here on the side. What an enlightened society we would be. And then For sure. That. And yeah, I think that's what the message is, is, that if everybody just takes time to meditate and to realize that they are enough and that love is, is enough, then it will just be a few people on the sidelines and then they'll want to join in and figure out what's, what it is that we're doing right yeah, and we'll tolerate them. I mean, we'll tolerate not in the negative sense of we're superior, but in the sense that they have to come to their own end of their soul's journey on their own. And the lessons they are teaching us in love teach us not to become involved in their chaos. And to me, that's what the Tao is all about. To right. me, it is. To me, that's what the Tao is all about, is that kind of concept of Staying at peace and taking care of your own place, yourself, while reaching out to others in love, but realizing you don't have control over them, but you certainly have control over your own actions. It's going to be, you know, I did not ask everybody to reach out their arms today, but I would ask that you do so. Reach out your left arm and start circling the planet with the powerful energy that comes from being at peace with the universe, with love, from treating others in a loving way. Reach out your right arm and start feeling that circling energy from those who are listening now and later as we fill up and cover this planet with an iridescent energy of love of belief that individuals are who they are supposed to be and what is lacking is love and understanding. And striving today as we go forward to love those who are lovable and those who are not, 
those from whom we recoil, let us reach out in love. And if our love is unreceived, let's just walk away and let them sort out their issues themselves. Let's let their soul journey to its conclusion while each one of us work on continuing to demonstrate and show love to the other. And in those moments when we fail, and we will fail because we are human beings, let us reach ourselves up and pull ourselves forward knowing that was a mishap and that is not who I am. I am more than that. I am love. And I am loved by God, by whatever name you call that entity, I am loved. Namaste, my friends. Namaste. Thank you. The there is a there's a Persian proverb and that says, Seek truth in meditation, not in moldy books. Look in the sky to find the moon, not in the pond. So what does, to me, what that means is, is to look inside yourself for the answers. Don't let other people influence you. Look, look deep inside yourself. Take that time to meditate to find the real answer, to find the real meaning, to find the real you. Don't let other people define who you are. Let yourself define who you are. Don't be who you think you need to be for someone else. Be who you are for you. Yeah. And remember that you are love. The That passage, I just actually ran across it in uh, uh, Autobiography of a Yogi by Paramahansa Yogananda. And I meant to read a different quote, and I kind of looked in the footnote of the quote that I was going to read and saw that, and it made much more sense to me than, to read that than the passage I was going to. Amazing how little things you're led. Um, Synchronicity, huh? Synchronicity. Yeah, the way that we're led to things that we... It's, it's what, the whole, what the whole two-page passage meant. That's beautiful, beautiful. So tell me about your synchronicity moment. Before we move to the Tao, tell me about what happened for you that, that was the surprise, and I'll share my surprise with you. And we'll I, I was on the – I remember, and this music brought this back to me, too, when I think I had said, you know, a while ago on the show that when I was a child I would I would lay down and or sit down or, or kneel or whatever in different poses and, and – close my eyes and just kind of clear my head and believe that I was an eagle and that I could, and that I was an eagle flying above everything. And I, and during that time, and I don't know if I shared this or not, I would actually feel that I left my body, that I was up above my, where I was at. And then I was kind of just gone for a little while, but I felt so at peace when I was gone. And that music today really reminded me of what, what that peace felt like, that lifting up and then being up as an eagle, looking down and, you know, flapping the wings or just, you know, it takes you back out to that point where you're not even flapping your wings if you watch an eagle fly and they'll just kind of coast on like an airplane. The, as I mentioned earlier in the show, I was on vacation this week staying at a ranch down in uh, the Rio Grande Valley in South Texas and... We were, and in that place they have a labyrinth. And the labyrinth, I don't know if, do you know what a, does, I don't know if everyone knows what a labyrinth is, and I'm not sure that I know how to exactly explain it, well, other than that it is a <laughs> yeah. path. It's sort of a path that's, you know, if you were to look at a crop circles, it kind of looks like crop circles, but there's a definite in and definite out from a labyrinth. And people will use the labyrinth and walk the labyrinth to meditate, and I had decided that I would do that every day when I was at the, at the ranch. And I would take the puppy with me to run around. While I walked the labyrinth, she would run back and forth, back and forth, just having fun. 
And the last day that we were there, I had some things going on and a little bit of turmoil in my life. And I listened to one of Mara's shows, and she was saying, you know, to send the love to the people, as she always does, is that send the love to the people that you don't really like right now, to send love to your enemies. And so I decided as I started walking that I would say three times, I send my love to X. I send my love to X. I send my love to X. And after I said it the third time, I said, no, I'm going to walk through the whole labyrinth, and I'm going to use this as my mantra as I walk through the whole thing. And as I was walking through and saying that, at some point I could see my, I could tell that I had left my body. And I don't know if I kept walking, don't know how long I was gone. I just kind of saw myself lift up and gone. And I felt at such peace, so connected and so... Beautiful. It was just a wonderful experience. And then what always happens is when you come back, your body kind of, uh, what Feels word would you use for it almost? Feels heavy, I think. Yeah, just it's a little bit odd when you come back. And the first thing I noticed was that puppy was missing. <laughs> oh, <laughs> but so safe, course, I know. Ah, so I went, and she was actually sitting at the door waiting to get back into the little house, <laughs> into the casita. Yes. So she was fine. Maybe she went to go find help for me since I had left. And I, I really have no idea how long I was gone, but I felt at such peace the rest of the day and since then. And it's been a long time since I've had an experience like that, or maybe I should say it's been a long time since I allowed myself to have an experience like that. Oh, namaste. Absolutely. Absolutely. What a glorious story. What a glorious story. And folks, when Bob and I share these things, we're not saying that we're unique in, in what we experience. This is all waiting for you too. You are valuable enough for God, for God to lift you up and hold you close in his arms and give you or her arms, I don't care about pronouns, and give you that sense of peace, of unity. I can I can recall times when I have I've seen God come to me and I felt as though I was a little kid with curly blonde hair like I used to when I was a little kid. And I would sit there and say, but father because for me it's a guy that's because of my upbringing that's not because that's the way it is and absolutely felt at such peace it's so valued i have a similar story to say share and that is that last night um i also left my body and had a vision of or maybe i don't know if left my body is the right word, but I I connected with the other side and just suddenly came to sense, I started having visions of, of just crystal clear, still water. And knowing, for me, that means that all is well. And, and I started seeing the imagery. For me, I see imagery of eyes, the eyes of my guides. Whenever my guides change, there are different colored eyes guys' eyes and gals' eyes coming before me. And I've had the beautiful, beautiful eyes of T, who was my guide from birth until forever and a day and is always coming back. And then I moved into these dark black eyes when I moved into the period of learning meditation and studied Judaism and Islamic faith. And uh, Mohammedism is really what I feel comfortable calling it at times. And... Uh, Buddhism, and I had this beautiful guide with beautiful black eyes. And last night, I now moved to a guy whose eyes were almost indigo, you know, just this light, light blue. And it was, it was unclear to me. It was almost a unisexual kind of image of, of whether it was a male or a female, but a very gentle, loving spirit. And in preparation for that change and that learning change for me, I saw this crystal clear lake, just absolutely perfect. And I knew that at this place in time, my life 
is in order. Wow. That is phenomenal. Yeah, like so you more. feel it's a it, it's the a new beginning for you. A change, yes. Now I'm moving to a different place, a new a new source of energy, a new source of knowledge, a new uh, direction in communication and sharing with others the glory and wonder of um, God's love for them, love's love for them, just as they are. A mission that Bob and I share. You know, we made a commitment, uh, although it took him a while to come to this planet, we made a commitment to do this together before we ever joined these bodies. And uh, so we're doing it together. And so, Bob, you had your experience to show you that you are at the right place and that your life is in order and all shall be well. All is well. All is well. And I had mine, and all is well. Why don't we all say that together before we ever go to the Tao? I know we're, we're burning up our time here today, but you know what? If we only get to one verse today and it's Bob's verse, then to me that's synchronicity and we'll do mine next week. But all is well. So let's all say that together. It's a Georgian chant. And let me say it all one time and then we repeat it three times. But we're going to change the word will be well to is well. The Georgian chant would read, and all will be well. We're going to say, and all is well, and all is well, and all manner of things are well. Three times together, and all is well. Is well. And, and all, all is well, well. And, and all, all manner, manner of, of things are will well. be well. And all is well. And all is well. And all manner of things are well. And all is well. And all is well. And all manner of things are well. Thank you, Divine One Love, for everything just the way it is. Thank you for these moments of synchronicity that Bob and I have had, which affirm that no matter whether we have one listener or no listeners, we are on the course that you charted for us and that we agreed to follow. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So. I'm crying. I'm crying. How amazing, huh? <laughs> but I am. How nice. Thank you, Bob, for that glorious story. Oh, what an effort. Thank you for yours, too. Oh. The, I, I've been meaning to tell you all week or since it happened, and I thought, now nah, I'm going to wait and do it on the show. And I've only told one person, so, because I, I just had to tell somebody. Oh, the, so I told MJ, and I'm sure nice. she's out there listening or she will listen. Hey, MJ. Glorious, glorious story. Wonderful. Oh. The Tao, the or Tao, it's spelled T-A-O, and sometimes it's pronounced Tao. And the meaning of Tao is path or way, or the illuminated path. The, there's some principles of Tao that it, what we're going to do is we're going to read different chapters and we're going to discuss them. But I just want to kind of give some of the tenets of Tao and the and what what the ethics around Tao are, what their ethics emphasize, what where they emphasize the links between people and nature. So it really Can is. Can I slip in another inter, another way? It's sometimes pronounced. Sure. Uh, it's sometimes pronounced Joe. Ah, I hadn't come across that. Well, you know what? Um, it's Mao Joe Sung. And his middle name for, well, a lot of people call it Tao. His middle name was T-A-O. So it's Mao Jo Sun. And so that's how I came to know setting politics, that it's sometimes pronounced Jo. Oh. Interesting. Yeah, interesting. So, that so Taoism or Taoism is, is built upon the Tao Te Ching, which was, it's, 
there's a lot of people argue over when it was written and who wrote it, and, and that really doesn't matter. But somewhere between 300 and 600 BCE, the Tao Te Ching was, was written or brought to a, a man who was uh, a spiritual man named Lao Tzu. And there's a few ethics that are emphasized, which are the three jewels of the Tao. And those three things are compassion, moderation, and humility. And other places I found that they call them kindness, simplicity, and modesty. And really those all mean, those three sets mean the same set as the first ones. Very interesting since we lead with compassion and lead with love on our show. So it just all kind of makes sense that we would be discussing this. And Taoist thought focuses on Wu Wei, which is means non-action, spontaneity, humanism, and emptiness. So what I want everybody to do is just kind of think of these kind of tenets as we go through and as we discuss these, and we'll come back and talk about them a little bit each week. It Tao can be considered the source of both existence and non-existence. And it's very much attributed and associated with nature because it, the real belief is that nature is what demonstrates the Tao because a Taoist will believe that we as an individual are just a microcosm of the universe. So it goes back to we are all one, we all share in the same light, and we are all an integral part of the universe. The first passage that I want to read is actually chapter 10. And where do I have that? Here we go. So this is chapter 10. All the chapters are pretty short. There are bazillions of interpretations of the Tao. And I have looked at several different ones for the interpretation of, of verse 10. You can go Google Tao De Ching and T-A-O, new word, D-E, new word, Ching, C-H-I-N-G. If you Google that, and actually if you go to Wikipedia, there's a big list of different translations. And I just choose the one that means, that makes the most sense and reads, reads better, basically, for, the, for everyone. In reality, these were written in Chinese, and some of them were in the, they were poetic, meaning sometimes they rhymed, sometimes they didn't rhyme. But to, or at least to translate Chinese. from old Chinese into English sometimes is a little bit difficult. But here's the one that I chose was verse 10. It says, can you coax your mind from its wandering and keep to the original oneness? Can you let your body become supple as a newborn child? Can you cleanse your inner vision until you see nothing but the light? Can you love people and lead them without imposing your will? Can you deal with the most vital matters by letting events take their course? Can you step back from your own mind and thus understand all things? Giving birth and nourishing, having without possessing, acting with no expectations, leading and not trying to control, this is the supreme virtue. Wow, beautiful, huh? Very beautiful. How, very hard to do maybe, but that's what we're here to talk about is how can we, how can we implement these these things into our life? How do we, I think the answer in this case is through meditation and by allowing us to just come into one with ourselves and to look inside and to meditate on a regular basis. And accepting. There's such synchronicity in this and what we were talking about earlier in that. It, It also is in accepting that each soul has its own path. And so it's letting, leading with love, but if your love is rejected, not trying to change or convince, but instead 
now moving past in love, loving yourself enough not to bring yourself into the chaos and allow that other person to come to their own sense of peace whenever their time is. And that that's very difficult. I spend a lot of time trying to convince people I am right. Don't you? Oh, we all do. Yeah, my way is... Uh, some, more, is right. some more than others, but I think yeah. to some extent we all do. We try to... We, we try to uh, up-show people, maybe, try to show them that our way is the right way, that, you know, this is the only way that it can be done. Or And basically yeah. this is saying, hey, just let it let it go. It's going it's, to... Let nature take its course. And that's why I think it's that, you know, it's said that the Tao is so, so much about nature, is that this, to me... There's a few simple words. Let nature take its course. Step back. Step back from your own mind and thus understand all things. Can you do that? Doing that is letting nature take its course. Take a step back. Maybe look at the situation as if you were a third person in that situation at times and say, hey, you know, they have merit, I have merit, and it'll all work out. Yeah, and it's amazing, isn't it, that... Those times when you just let something be as it is, many, many times afterwards, you find out that there are other facts that you didn't know or you didn't think, maybe because of the charge of the moment you didn't think about. It's like when you get that letter, or I get letters, and I'll read it, and I'll go, whoa, you know, I'm going to da 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 and I think of all these things, and I immediately dictate a response or send an email to someone about it, and then I just let it sit there for a while. And the next day when I come in, the letter reads a little bit differently. And four or five days down the road, uh, it reads really differently. And I yeah. missed this word, and I missed that word. And, and I mean, just getting past the charge of the moment, giving yourself some time to look at the whole forest instead of just the tree. And reacting, and I guess that's the word, reacting, rather than just being patient in the moment, being in peace. It's part of all of us, folks. I mean, that's what we're doing when we do our, we're, we're practicing. We're, we're practicing. It, it takes practice to come to peace. It's not something that comes immediately. I don't, I, a baby isn't born in peace. No baby, not even the Dalai Lama. So it's, peace is what we're all, what we strive to perfect in our life is to have peace. Yeah, it's, you know, it's kind of, yeah, it's a journey to peace. You know what? When people talk about their journey home, their journey to the light, the other side is what you experienced the other day, Bob. It's complete that peace. peace. That's right. Just complete being connected to to the light and just feeling complete peace. No conflict. Just peace. And I think you can't, it's something that you have to work toward. You need to, uh, you can't sit there and say, okay, now I just want to go, go go to peace. I think you have to take some, it takes time and it takes really being ready to go there, to, to appreciate and understand the moment. And what, for me, it was releasing negative things that I was thinking and sending love to Someone that I don't love very much right now. Sure. And recognizing that peace is not happiness. I think that a oh, lot of times... It's totally different than being happy. It yes. was a... It, oh, like, like just being held up, just floating. Yes. Not being happy or having a rush from having worked out at the gym. It's a totally different type of type of feeling. Yes. Yes, it's it's there's a neutrality in it. It's a, it's a, it's an acceptance. It's so letting it go, letting it letting nature take yeah. its course. Exactly. Exactly. Just allowing me to be who I am and who this other person is, and not influence each other. 
And isn't it remarkable how nice it feels to just let someone else be their self and release that sense of responsibility you need to do something to change them? Just exactly. Just release the release the idea that you're going to change them and by not responding or responding positively to someone that's not being positive is most of what you need to do. And letting it go, it doesn't it makes that person not seem as, or, or that event or that whatever it is, not seem as antagonistic maybe. Yeah, and see the thing is people, I, I'm sure there's some of you out there who are thinking, oh, they're talking about such passivity. No, 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 no. This is not passivity. It takes a huge strength to lead in unloving situations with love. And oh, it's... It, very difficult. I've been trying for months in this situation. Yeah. I mean, tell you, it, it, it really has made a huge difference to me to be able to, to just let it go. And it may have been that, you know, I had a few days off of work and that I was in a more comfortable situation, comfortable environment where there happened to have been a labyrinth and, or, you know, those things might have been there to show me that I could do that without them as well, that the tools just happened to be there. Everything was there, exactly. And and the thing is, is that it's not that you stood in stone silence. I mean, you expressed your feelings in the arena that you had one time. But now that your emotions have been, been expressed, your feelings and love about what you believe happened, you're now able to say, okay, I've done my part, but I have to let go. I cannot force other people into my place. I can show them, though, what my place is. I can show them that I'm going to care and and be gentle and kind to them, even though I disagree with who they are. I can show that, but I don't have to stick around and become a part of their chaos. Right, and remember that we're not we're not separate. We're all one, and try to exactly. try to break that separateness apart that we always try to build between between us all. We try to build a, a separateness when yeah. we shouldn't yeah. be doing that. We should be leading with love and remembering that we are all one, and that that part of us is in everyone, and part of everyone is in us, and that. Breaking it apart and separating it is going to cause chaos, not drive chaos away. Exactly. You know what? That really gives a huge, broader interpretation to love others as you love yourself. When you think others are a part of me. And so now you're you're looking at this from a much grander, more cyclical kind of evaluation. How would I like to be treated in that situation? Because really, I am in that situation since I'm part of that other person. So let me be softer in my approach to it. Let me be gentler and kinder and more loving in my reaction to this person. Because I'm a part of them. They're a part of me. That's right. We're all one, and as we, as we all let's all think about that as how that we're all one, and meditate upon that as we listen to the beautiful music of Alexa Yardley. This piece is called New Mexican Intuition, and I just want to say that anyone that wants to go find this beautiful music, it's out there. It's downloadable, free on if you Google Meditation Station, you'll you'll end up finding it. And there's a lot, and it's all categorized if you like instrumental, if you like more tribal, ethnic, if you like any different types of breakdown of New Age music or any other kind of music that you like for that matter. They're all out, a lot of pieces are out there to be downloaded. So feel free to do that and have a very peaceful week. And remember that we're all one and lead with love. Absolutely. Thank you.